Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 47 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, help us learn more of you and receive the message you have for us today. Open our hearts to your word, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm excited to dive into Luke chapter 3. Luke begins the chapter with rulers, both Palestinian rulers and religious rulers. Meanwhile, John the Baptist was living in the desert when the word of God about salvation through Christ came to him, and he started his ministry with a word about repentance. He came to prepare the way for Jesus. The people seemed ready to hear this new word and asked what they needed to do. And John gave them many instructions to prepare for the coming Messiah. He told them to give to others, share extra blessings with the one who has nothing. He told the unlawful tax collectors to charge the correct amount and not overcollect. And he advised the soldiers to not wrongfully exert force and terrify people. John's words are just as good for us to follow today. Be a giver, be honest, and treat people well. We honor God when we do these things unto him. John was strong in his position and wasn't afraid to tell anyone about the errors of their ways, including Herod, who John rebuked for taking his brother's wife, among other wicked things he'd done. So Herod put him in jail. However, before his imprisonment, he baptized Jesus, and we read about the Holy Spirit descending upon Jesus and God speaking from heaven, saying, You are my son, my beloved. In you I am well pleased and find delight. By the way, both words, beloved and delight, are followed with exclamation points. Jesus was and is deeply loved by God the Father, and God took delight in him. Luke writes that Jesus was about 30 years old when his ministry began, and then he proceeds to give us the genealogy all the way back to Adam. Verse 31 shows us Jesus is the legal heir to King David's throne as he was designed from the beginning of time to be. Well, let's see what Paul is writing to the church in Corinth today in chapter 3. Paul continues writing about the dissension that occurred because of himself and Paulus. Apollos. Some of the congregation was putting too much emphasis on these men instead of on God himself. Paul argues that it is not men who they should be praising and following, but God. So Paul calls them mere children and even unspiritual. He tells them they are allowing ordinary impulses like jealousy to control them, which led to the dissension they were experiencing. Then he tells them that the world's wisdom is actually foolish and not real wisdom at all. We are to bend our will and seek God's wisdom instead of the world's wisdom. The last verse sums up his statements and where our focus should remain and remain as well. And you are Christ's and Christ is God's. This is wisdom. Let us look to the Lord for wisdom and guidance and stay away from gossip, envy, greed, and worldly views. For we are grown adults and not children, as Paul accused the church at Corinth. We can lean into the Lord, spend time in his word, and learn as we are already doing. And pray. Pray for more wisdom, godly wisdom. Let's see what's happening in Leviticus chapter 3. Remember in chapters 1 and 2, we read about sin offerings and how they were to be conducted. This chapter tells us how peace offerings were to be offered. Jesus came to both cover our sins and give us peace. It makes sense then that there would be an offering for peace. It looks much the same as in the type of offering. However, the animal could be either male or female. 
However, whichever was chosen had to be without blemish. The other difference was that it was only the fat that was burnt as a sacrifice to the Lord. Verse 16 clearly states that the fat is the Lord's. The other parts were cooked. And I found a reference where both the giver of the sacrifice and the priests sat down to eat the other cooked parts of the animal and may have in fact been a festive experience by all. The last verse tells us that Israelites were prohibited to eat any of the fat or blood from the animal. These were sacrificed unto the Lord. In chapter 4, God gave Moses the specific instructions to atone for unintentional sin, sin that was committed but was unknown by the sinner, at some point later became known to the sinner. Our God made a way for even unknown sin to be atoned for because he desired that people be forgiven and restored to their relationship with him. This is love. I am reminded that sin is an offense committed against God. When someone offends us, it takes us time to forgive them because our hearts and minds need to mend. In this and previous chapter, God made a way for the Israelites' offenses to be atoned for and forgiven for by God. We are fortunate because God sent his son to atone for our offenses against him, and hence we are forgiven. God gave Moses instructions for what to do when a priest unknowingly sinned, congregations unknowingly sinned, leaders and rulers unknowingly sinned, and for the common person's unknown sin as well. The Lord excluded no one from being forgiven. God shows his love for all his people here in this chapter. Psalm 47 is a psalm of praise. Verse 6 says, sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our king, sing praises. Again, we see repetition, meaning this is an important message, the all-important message. Verse 7 says, sing praises in a skillful psalm and with understanding. As we read this psalm, let us read about how great God is in all the words that are written here, each having an important message about who and how great the Lord is. And then let us praise God along with this psalmist for all the great things he has done. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for your word that shows us more about who you are. You are holy, and you have made a way for us to be holy through the sacrifice of your son. Thank you for making it possible for us to come and sit in your presence in the most holy way, because we are covered by his blood. May we honor, revere, and worship you, almighty God and creator of the universe. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.